it, the sun might go down, we just might need to see, you know, what's around us because there, there are black bears. Again, black bears aren't necessarily out there to dismantle you, but, <laughs> but you know, it's just best to know where they are and what's, and what's going on around you. Last thing we want to do is be in someone else's territory and be at a disadvantage. What you doing around here in the dark, boy? Why do these niggas exist? Now that I'm looking back at that, I'm just like, who the fuck did I think I was? Who I think I was? Just attempting to go 13 miles on my first Welcome to the Any Last Words podcast. My name is Keon, aka Mighty the DJ. And I am Earl Lonnie. Hooks, aka Young One with himself. Special thanks to everybody out there joining us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. The God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. Thank you, Keon, as well. What up? Yo, that Notice. um the that part of my introduction, the Almighty the DJ part, is hitting a little yes, bit differently now because I've mm. got a gig coming up in a couple of months. Oh shit! Yep. Oh, look at you! I know, man. I How's haven't. The... Huh? Go ahead. No, go I ahead, haven't. I I think I don't know. I miss DJing a lot. I really do. I understand why I can't do it, but I miss it so much. But I got hit up for a wedding gig um in April. I got hit up uh like a couple of days ago for a wedding gig in April, and I'm really excited about that. Um, I just it's gonna be tight. It's gonna be tight. What? So I know that. I mean, I'm certain a lot of people are doing weddings differently these days, but how are they? How I mean, I'm certain as the DJ, you have to be on the you have to be in the know on this. Exactly how they're how the procession's going to go, what social distancing sort of COVID ordinances they are going to be agreeing with and which ones they're not. Um, well, honestly, you know? it's only been a couple of days. We've only really talked about money and dates and stuff like that. Um, oh, the you know, the wedding isn't for maybe like th- another three months, uh, but I'm sure that, you know, me and him will talk about that. Um, I'm obviously yeah. probably going to be masked up uh, no matter what. Um, right. But um, yeah, it's, it's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. He said, did I miss how many people he's talking? I mean, I guess he doesn't uh, really he, have to tell you. Yeah, all these things. yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to be there no matter what. So <laughs> do you usually ask any of these questions? Like how many people are going to be there? Um, what sort of space am I working with? I don't know DJ I, questions, DJ inquiries. I I do. Um, I don't ask how many people are going to be there for the sake of COVID. I I'm, if right. I ask that, it's just me asking it, just because I want to see what type of crowd I'm working with. You know, uh, right, right, right. The, yeah. the the quantity, the you know, the amount of the people. Again, the, again, be. the space that you're working with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With um, these amount of people, I'm. Sure I mean, that has. if 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 you really want to know, I think the most general questions that I do ask people are. Um, well, depending on the type of gig it is, I have to ask what the type of crowd is going to be because I have to tailor the music to the crowd. If it's going to be some older folks there, I got to make sure I have some older stuff as well. Um, if it's just right, a, for sure. If it's a crowd full of white people, I got you know I'm gonna play stuff that that they like. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong here, because white people generally like everything, but I have to. You know, I have to incorporate. But there's certain some of those. ones that you have to hit. Yeah, I have to incorporate. What, what? Like what? What do you what do you have to incorporate? Um let me well, it just it just depends on the crowd. 
if it's an older crowd, you know what I'm saying? I'm probably going to make sure I have, uh, what was, God damn, what was that? What, who were those guys that we were listening to this song in, in the car on the way to Shenandoah the other day? Um, oh, yeah. I are you going to be my girl? Dun, 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 oh, Jet. Yes, Jet. There we go. Like, if yeah. it's an older crowd, I'm definitely going to have something like, you know, some Jet uh, playing. Um, if it's a younger crowd, I'm going to have, uh, God, what a, I'm definitely going to have some, like some EDM, you know what I'm saying? If it's yeah. a, if it's a club atmosphere, I'm definitely going to have like some EDM. White people love that. Shit. Um, I <laughs> that love it too. Actually, that, but, that, that Jet song, that, are you going to be my girl? <laughs> what? That's, that's actually when he said, I'm so glad that you brought that up because mm-hmm. that was actually the song that, that started turning the wheel in my mind of. Not just rap songs, but rock songs uh-huh. that have said some wild shit in there. And just songs in general that have said, have like gotten away with some wild lines. And I just feel like, yeah. I, what did he say? Something like, you don't got to do nothing with like with a face like that. Like, right. you, don't, you don't need no money with a face like that, honey, do you? Like, bah, 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 bah. it was like, damn, <laughs> this motherfucker said, what do you need to work for? Right. What do you need money for when you got a face like that? Like you can just like all you got to do is have people give you stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. People will give you whatever you want. Like you don't have to. (laughs) You don't have to be a hardworking citizen at all. You have just don't do anything. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. No. That's a. That's a pretty. That's a. But yeah. It um. It really just depends. I'm trying to go to my uh. Because what I was playing was my work playlist when we were in the car. Um. And there's a bunch of songs on there that like older white people like. Um. You know what I'm saying? What's, what I got that's on just, here? That's just so funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> Older white people. You know, uh, I always I always fuck the name up, but I uh, like Use Somebody by King. I want to say it's Kings of Leon. I always say Leon, okay. but I wanna, I'm want i going to say yeah. Leon this time because I think that's oh, the right oh, way to all say right. it. Um, okay. Throw some Queen in there, Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Africa by Toto. Like, you know, Uptown, uh. Uptown Girl, uh, Billy Joel. Um, okay. Yeah, stuff like that. Older, older white folks like that type of stuff. The younger <laughs> crowd, they do. I mean, that they do. This is from pure experience. <laughs> no, listen, I, it's just funny every time you say, "Oh yeah," like this is how I'm giving it up for the older white folks, like I, older hey. white people like this. <laughs> um, you know, uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful day. Da, da, da. By U2, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, you know, I, I know U2 is definitely at the top of the hierarchy for sure. Yeah. yeah I love was. rock and roll. Da-na, right. Da-na, da-na, uh, that joint uh, by the Black yeah, Jets. It's just, no, they're definitely certain joints. Yeah. But, um, you know, it I, it all depends on the event. But um, I'm definitely Oh, what's that one joint? Uh na 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 city, boy. Going uh, off in South Detroit. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I um, can't go anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. Um, damn, I I have that. Ranger. I just <clears throat> you want to know what's funny? Like I just be having these songs, but yeah. I don't know the name of a lot of them. I just know how they yeah. go, and I know who likes them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just I completely just fucking butchered those lyrics. I was just saying yeah, it's all good because we know what song you're talking <laughs> but, about. But, but but you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Get the all right, man. Well, listen, I'm glad that you got this gig. I'm yeah. glad that you've been able to get yeah. out and do this thing that you love again. Yeah, 
It's gonna be lit. And make a little bit of money doing it. It's gonna be lit. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, it's been you, a little hey, while for you. And you. You already know them weddings. I'm charging. I'm char. I always charge. <laughs> I be charging for the weddings. Weddings are different, man. Weddings require yeah. a lot more from you than uh, just. I feel you like know, it's, a, it's a lot of. I feel it's a lot more pressure. It is. I mean, because this has, is someone's day. It <laughs> has to be perfect. Like there's right. there's no room for error or you know. No. Like, come on! There's no room for no. error at weddings. Yeah. Like you. So, yeah, I generally and was this referral based. How did these people get in touch? Yes, with you? Uh, yeah, it was actually. They got in touch with me from another wedding I DJed like three years ago. Oh, uh, yeah. don't you love that? I do. I love it. That's nice. That's like the it. coolest thing ever. Is you just you're just out here on the strength. Yep. On the strength of you alone and yeah. your work. Yep. And how other people respect and acknowledge that. Yep. That's dope. Yeah. yeah, no, that's, that's absolutely, that's absolutely. And see, the thing I, the thing I, I like about certain events is like I get to put other people on as well. And I could mm. be putting myself on, but I, I put other people on because like I don't have a ton of lighting and accessories and things like that. But there's been so Disco many balls. Yeah, I don't have a bunch. I don't have a bunch of all that stuff. Um, yeah. But there's been so many times I've been able to, um, you know, hit up some of my other DJ friends and like mm. say, hey. You know what I'm saying? I got a guy or a girl or whatever that's looking for some lighting. Um, you think you can yeah. help out? And a lot of times they'll come right up to the joint, um, set all the lighting up for me and everything. And, you know, they'll, uh. they'll sit there and, you know, um, like my boy um, DJ Easy. Uh, he, you know what I'm yeah. saying? There's been events that uh, he's come to, uh, like my events that he's come to with his lighting. He'll stick around for the whole event and collect his money at the end of the night, break all the shit down and roll out. You know what I'm saying? And okay, like, okay. I was about to say, like, where now? How do they get cut? Like, where do yeah, how you know, do no, the no, 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 no. Work when it's time for them to get some money. No, yeah. like if it's if it's a check or so, if I get a check or something at the end of the night, I'll just cash app them. But if they pay me in cash, I'll just cut them. You know, the cash. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that. Spread but, the love. Uh, yeah. So you know, like I'm making money. I'm giving opportunity for someone else to make money at the same time. For sure. It's dope. It's dope. Now. I am I am kicking myself in the ass because if I were to actually just buy this stuff, I could just make that extra money. So it would be it would be an investment. Of yes, it would be a lucrative investment because people always yeah. want lighting. Everyone always wants right. lighting. So so yeah. is that something that you thought about? Like no, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, that? I do plan on getting me some decent lighting, man. This shit's expensive right. though. Like this shit is expensive. No, I'm um, certain it is, but you, but your alternative right now isn't at least it's not a bad alternative. No, no, it's not. You know, no. like you said, you're taking a slight pay cut, but you're also like you said, giving someone else experience and getting them some cash and just time to get out. Yeah, exactly. Just another like, just another thing on their resume. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, like I made like um I made like three hundred on like a little school dance I did like last winter. Um, yeah, and. Uh, Easy came up there with the lighting. He just he made like a quick hundred bucks just for having the lighting there. Like he had to he didn't have sure. he didn't do a damn thing but set the lighting up. But set and the lights up. He set the lighting up. S- stuck around for like two hours for the event and just sat in the some, corner and drank some punch. Uh, no. and and had a sandwich or something like that. Like, I I mean he was just kind of he was just kind of chilling with me behind the uh, behind the table. Um, you know, we were just sitting there having a laugh at all the little kids. If I'm a DJ, even at a school function, I'm going to need some refreshments. Like you're going to have to give me the sandwich or some punch over <laughs> in the corner. Like it's there. So I need to be able to have some, like they have refreshments for the kids. So I would yeah, like to have some. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I no, we yeah. did have like something to drink. I don't know if we had something to eat though. I don't remember actually having like food, but we did have like drinks. You niggas need to give me a sandwich and some chips along <laughs> with my punch. This nigga <laughs> wants sorry. some this, this nigga wants some orange slices. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna need them. Matter of fact, speak speak all right, so we have a couple things that we have a couple things to talk about. Today. Yeah. <laughs> we have a couple things. Which one would you like to would you like to start off with today, sir? Would you like to start uh, off with our fantastic week? Because yeah. we had a, we had a couple cool things happen this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We can start with that because right. I think I think we spoke about the whole brunch thing on the last pod, anyways. So absolutely, I'm, I'm sure some someone might be looking forward to that. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about this brunch. Right. One, let me say thank you, sir, because I, I, yeah, you, you, Keon Harris, because okay. without you, because and I talked about it at the brunch table when we got everyone to sit. Uh huh. Oh, okay. We, we brought up from the meaningful cards that we've been doing, what is your perfect day? And we talked about it. We came on here. We talked about Ice Cube's little bullshit that he had. And it was a good day, even though it's uh, a great song. Uh, we talked about both of ours, what it means to us. And then you said at the end, because I don't think this would have happened had you not said this. Mm-hmm. You said, if you have the means to make this perfect day happen, or at least just incorporate a couple of the things from your perfect day, into a real day of yours, right. then do it. <laughs> and I, you know, I had come up with this thing, but I didn't necessarily think about, I, I, I think that a lot of these things in my perfect day just sort of happened, you know, just sort of happened, like me spending time with the family or whatever, or maybe possibly having sex with someone. Like these types of things just kind of happened. So I don't, I didn't necessarily think about trying to put them together into one day, mm-hmm. but just taking us having a breakfast together, a brunch, a breakfast brunch. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was just a really cool thing. And we made it happen. It wasn't difficult at all to set it up. I, I sent the text messages out. Everybody very quickly agreed upon it, started talking about what was going to be made. And the one thing that I was kind of iffy about was, is there going to be like enough food and yeah. enough food variety? Plenty. <laughs> we had... Fried chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, biscuits, your sausage, onion, your, your kielbasa, kielbasa? Yeah, kielbasa. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Kielbasa, onion mix with your roasted potatoes, which mm-hmm. were amazing, especially with the sauce. And what's the sauce made out of again? Um, It's just a chili. It's like a chili sauce uh, combined with uh, mayonnaise, sriracha, and like some chili powder. It just gives a little kick to the to whatever you put it on. To be honest with you, to the ro- yeah, ro- it was good on the roasted peppers. I tried it on the sausage. It was good on that. It was just good on pretty much anything savory. You yeah, really want to yeah, put it yeah, on, which was yeah. which was awesome. I think I may have tried it a little bit with the scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs was on the menu. Mm-hmm. Turkey bacon was on the menu. French toast was on the menu. Mm-hmm. You had blueberries, blackberries, strawberries, grapes. Which I'm glad to see somebody, people decided, you kind of led the wave on that. I put Bro. it out there and I was waiting the whole time for somebody to start eating I was fruit. I was eating fruit as soon as I got there. <laughs> I know, I noticed, like I said, you led the wave because for me, I, like the fruits mattered to me. So I'm sitting there looking the whole time because I got the fruits nicely, you know, spaced out on the table so everybody uh-huh. can get some. And I'm just looking and just waiting the whole time. Like, we, like y'all need to eat some fruits. Who doesn't like fruit? You can't just... <laughs> mac and cheese was on the menu. We had mac yeah. and cheese. Yep. Cookies. The mint crinkle cookies was on point. Yeah. 
<laughs> mimosa flowing. It was just, it was great. Yeah, we was had pomegranate mimosas. Hey, we was we was popping them things in there. We, we yeah, had, it I mean, was, we had at least a good. good eight bottles of champagne in there. People brought Maker's Mark. Yeah, Whis- people were making whiskey sours. Yeah, I definitely had a whiskey sour too. I love Maker's. It Mark. was a uh, no. It was it was a great time. So the so the food was abundant. Everyone came and sat down around the table. Yep. I believe we were under. We, we, we were still in uh, cooperation with COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ordinances, definitely. right? Like, Being yep. under, was it like 10 people? I, yeah, I think it's under 10. I believe yeah. it's 10 meetings yeah. of 10 in an yep. enclosed space like that. Yeah, so yep. we, we did that well. Uh-huh. But it was, it was great. I just love being around with people because in my mind, when I was putting together, compiling what makes the perfect day, I'm thinking, what is this weird ass world that we live in where we're just constantly worried about acquiring things, but yet, Trying to find new and exciting, interesting ways of spending time with loved ones is just not a priority. Like, it's just something that we don't do normally. Yeah. So when we're all just sitting there, all these people that know each other or, you know, close enough with one another to be able to really have a meaningful conversation. Mm-hmm. And we're all just sitting here around this table. I'm like, this is this was a great fucking idea. It was. It I'm glad was. that I, I came up with like this was a great idea. I'm glad we yeah, everybody took time to make this happen. So I have to thank everybody that was a part of that. That was just it was awesome. And then the and then the games afterwards. Mm-hmm. The games good old gestures, even though you know I I was made fun of because I I had an older version of the game, but gestures is fun getting everybody to get up there and, and get out of their comfort zone acting in front of even though it shouldn't even be that far outside your comfort zone because no, we're I, all friends. I was comfortable all... doing it. <laughs> right, right. Everybody right. seemed pretty comfortable doing it. I just don't pretty, think I was yeah. that good at it. I just, uh, yeah, I felt like every time I got up there, my acting just was like, I feel like only, I feel like I only got, I, I think you guys were, or my team was only able to guess like one card from me out of like my two or three turns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah nice. that, that, that might have been a thing. I but I, but, <laughs> but either way, it was, it was it was good fun. It was good fun. Everybody had a good time. L- you know, large ass Jenga that you brought through was awesome. Yeah, large ass Jenga's cool. Yeah, yeah. it was actually Mikey, a- Mikey would be the type of guy to shake up the game every single time. It's time to remove a block. Yeah, just just completely restructuring the thing and just twisting it around at a sixty degree angle. So now everybody's got to be on their p's and q's even more than they already were when it comes time for them. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, good time. I'm 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 really really glad that we did that, and that's something that I want to think about more. It's not necessarily just the brunch aspect, but the I already have an idea. Of new... Oh, do you? Yeah, I'm, I'm think... glad. That, see, no, I'm right. thinking that when it warms up, we should all definitely hit up like a winery. Oh, winery. Okay. I think yeah, that would be any, anything, anything that's just bringing people together. Yeah. That's yeah. really, that's really all it is. It's just bringing the people together. And because there's just, there's just so much information that we're always constantly focused on. And I think it's just cool to bring everyone together and pretty much touch home base. Yeah. Like here, like we can all relax, chill, have a good time, eat some food, play games, have conversation and just get back to what being a regular human being is like, which is just spending time with people that like, that's just regular human shit. Like that's what I wanted to bring it back to. So yeah, 
Yeah, I, I was I was super I was super happy about everything that took place that day. And I'm I'm definitely gonna be thinking about things in the future that bring us together. Yeah. I mean shit. Next and time if anyone can... out there have any I, I have any ideas, hit us up on the ALW pod Instagram page. If you're not following us on that, I don't know why. Follow us at ALW Pod P O D on Instagram. Please. Oh shit. Please do that. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying? No, I was going to say maybe next time we could do like a dinner or something. Mm. Oh, a dinner. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, that would be tight. Some wine on the I table. I know. I'm just like... thinking about the feast aspect of all of these types of things. So a dinner would just be even more robust and would just sit on you. Because once we got done with that food, like it was, it was a wrap. Like everyone was pretty much done. Yeah. When it comes to like moving around. You come, don't want to do come through there with a it sits of, heavy. Come through there with a couple of New York strips, a couple of rib eyes. Yeah, I would have. I would have to make those at your crib, though. Those would have to be fresh. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, no, it was. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, that's what I got. Do you have anything you'd like to say about the brunch? Anything um, else at all? Really? Man, I think it was. I think it was. It was a great time. I'd been looking forward to it all week long. It's not that often that we all do get together. Um. Um, Antoinette had a great time. She uh, she said she she says that um, <laughs> was yes! that, that, that was important. <laughs> that was super yes! important. Yes. <laughs> um, <sighs> nah, but she um, she says I that. Into the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, one second. I, you called me out on hosting. You said you you do you feel like you're ready to host? You deem yourself one of the host gods because hosting something. You're right. Well, the combination there, there of is me an and art her. to it. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. There, 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 there is an art to it because there are a lot of things that you have to take in, uh, into account that I feel like some people don't. They're just like, uh-huh. and and the joke that I sort of made with you is, I'm certain to some degree, and to some degree there is this element of y'all know me, y'all are comfortable with me, so y'all just gonna come over the house and we'll figure it out when you get there. Uh-huh. Just pull chairs out, you just make it work. It doesn't matter. Like if it was, if I was setting together a banquet. A, like a banquet for real, like I don't know, high class motherfuckers that were gonna give me some sort of opportunity, right? Financially, <laughs> maybe I'd put it together. I'd make sure that this was a whole lot better, or I just wouldn't even do it here. I would pay money to have it done somewhere else. Uh-huh. But you guys, oh, it doesn't really matter because you know me, so you can just figure it out when you get here. There is like a tinge of that element. Uh-huh. I do believe that to some degree because you all have known me for so long. So I don't need to go. I don't need to go get streamers and disco balls and uh-huh. make sure that you all have little to go party bags, even though that probably would have been pretty cool. I might do, if I do it again, I might get a little party bag. And those things aren't um, expensive. They're not expensive. And they're, not, they're not. And now now that I brought it up, I feel like shit that I didn't do it. <laughs> I really I really I really should have had some party, <laughs> some parting bags and had like some. Little hand sanitizers and some candy. And that, that this or that. Man, that that would have been tight. Yeah, been tight. I know, I know, I know, I know. But either way, clean bathrooms, enough space for people to sit at comfortably, uh-huh. enough food and drink to go around for everyone, activities for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like those are the types of things. Those are the basic host like ideas that need to be swirling around yeah. in your head. And no, I you, for. you did the damn thing to me. Um, you even nigga even moved around some furniture. I was I was happy. I was I was. I Thank was you, sir. Oh, you wasn't expecting me to move around the furniture. Damn, uh, like, I, I didn't feel like that. I didn't. I didn't know what you were gonna do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but, uh, but um, anyway, Antoinette. But Antoinette was saying about yeah. It. She was saying that um, 
she likes when like like just our group of friends gets to, gets together. She said she really enjoys our humor. So oh sweet <laughs> yeah yeah there yeah there is a whole uh, just a lot of funny it's a yes. lot of funny weird stuff going on yeah yeah but yeah, um, yeah good yeah, stuff yeah you know, but she, obviously she she enjoyed the food everything everything was great everything was great sweet yeah. very nice very nice thank you and thank everybody that that took that took place in it took part in it mm-hmm. thank you for you know myintent.org because they are the people that made these cards mm-hmm. Also, thank Mikey for giving me the cards. Thank Mikey's mother for giving him the cards. <laughs> thank everybody and everything. Thank thank all of you listening right now. We haven't done this in a little while. Thank, thank all the viewers, all the listeners out there that have made this possible. You continue to, to put the battery in our back Definitely. to do this. We were having we were having this conversation how this wouldn't be nearly as cool or fun to do <laughs> if like people didn't actually fuck with it. So. If it. Yeah, no, no. There's too much. There's too much of our heart and soul and mind being put into this for for us to get no response whatsoever, right. and then just right. still continue trucking along. No, right. no, 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 no. That would that would be that would suck. Anyway, all right. So let's talk about the next thing that we did. Well, this took place prior to the brunch. Mm-hmm. Like days before the brunch, but our yes. hype. Yes. 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 Um, we, uh, yeah, we went to uh, Shenandoah National Park, which for whatever reason, I didn't realize it was so close. I thought it was a little further than it was, but it took us like just over an hour to get there. Uh, we tried out a... Uh, Sperryville, Virginia. Yeah, was it Sperryville? Exactly, is where this was. Yeah, right? um, and where and where and so for people that don't know, we had started in Manassas, forty five minute or was it an hour forty five? It was like an hour, hour drive. Yeah, yeah, was, hour hour long drive out to Sperryville. Yeah. It's called Little Devil Stairs. Yeah, Little Devil Stairs. All right, you take it from there. Um, it was a great hike. I mean, it was like five point three miles, about fifteen uh fifteen hundred feet of elevation, and <coughs> excuse me, the entire time. The whole time you're scaling up the mountain, you're following this waterfall the entire time. So um, we definitely takes we definitely took some great pictures, uh, took some great video. Uh, the video you will be able to find. Uh, honestly, you want to? We should probably just put it on both. Can we put it on both pages? We can. You want to put it on yeah, both pages? Sure. Yeah. So yeah. you can find it on the Young Pacific page. Um, that is, you know, mostly just me. You're also going to be able to find this video on the ALW Pod. YouTube page. Um, it's an awesome, it's an awesome uh, hike. A lot of, it's a little strenuous, um, but if I can do it, you can do it. Because <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, you know. One thing, what? go ahead. Well, no, no, go ahead. Finish that because that's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, because like a lot of times I'm not really into the incline, but sometimes I can do it, I you know. But uh, this time I was able to do it. It was, it's actually a really good hike. And if you just take your time, and uh, you know, obviously, take a yes. take a break or two on your way up. You can definitely have yes, it. and that and that's so you've touched on a couple of points already that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, one being the water on the way up. Yeah, water like trickling running water has to be it's one of music the top, to your I believe ears. It's one of, I believe it's one of the top five like favorite sounds. Like sounds yeah. people love going to sleep to is just like rain, rain on tent, rain on leaves, whatever uh-huh. the case may be. Rain cascading on rocks, which uh-huh. is what we had. People love that sound. And so for that to be, I completely underestimated that element 
that natural element being the soundtrack to our hike, mm-hmm. I completely underestimated that. Like it, 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 it honestly, it just puts you in a place of of peace. It does, and you're hiking this beautiful mountain in between these these huge, these insanely huge mountains to your left and your right. Yeah, and there's just so much time. You talked about it while we were taking photos and, and videos. You said this is no di- like this is this is playing around in the woods. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is, was. This is what this is what hiking is. It's for adults. It's it's adult speak for playing in the woods. Yep, exactly. That's what it is. It's just a little adventure. We just we just went on an adventure. Like we got out the house, drove to a mountain, and just went on an adventure. It was it was awesome. Yes. I took a picture of mad fungi out there, all the different sorts of mushrooms and stuff like that coming out of trees, which is awesome because they're always these different sort of colors and shapes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, again, the water was awesome. The incline. Now, when you talk about the incline and trying mm-hmm. to encourage the listeners and the viewers to be able to do it as well, if you can. Yeah. It truly is. And I feel like because you've been now on two extremely, I mean, definitely more, but Two extremely strenuous hikes when it comes to elevation, sheer elevation. Uh-huh. You know now that it truly is, it's mind over matter. It, it is. And it's preparation. It is. And it's being okay with, with having the sort of conversation with yourself and the people around you of, I'm good right now to sit my ass down. Yeah. <laughs> right right now is time for me to to sit down and have a fucking slim gym and some Gatorade or some water or whatever and just mm-hmm. take in the sights, take some photos, some videos, relax, breathe, have conversation, and then we can yep. continue in five minutes. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Nope. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And like I told you, that's what I do when I'm out by myself. You know, the only time I don't do that is when it's a larger group and it seems as though the the objective is to just to get to the top. Right. Although, although, again, that's just something that you have to have communication about. I am more. What, like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, what are we doing out here? What What is the objective? Yeah. I am more than happy to sit my ass down and allow you guys to move forward. I just want that <laughs> to be to be put out there. Um, you guys do not have to wait on me ever. You don't have to do that. I will sit. I will sit here and I will catch up. <laughs> <laughs> you are still. You're still fighting us. Like, like you're. You're still fighting this. Mo- this monster. This like this trekking monster that I guess we have morphed into your mind. That you think <laughs> that you think that you're battling every time you go out on a hike with us. Yeah. And I, I could only hope that by having this last hike with me, you realize that that's not the case. It's not like you said, well, it's not it a was, race. It was just us. We we got to do mm-hmm. another group joint and see how that yeah. goes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's very, that's very true. Clearly, we've had some people reach out to us. They want to go hiking with us. Yeah, yes. And yes. I think and I think that I think that we owe it to them. I think I we think do. I think we do as well. I, yeah. You and know, it, we put the stuff out there. Yeah. It's a beautiful time. They see it's a beautiful time. They see we're having a great time. They've been supporting the podcast. I yeah. think that we should definitely take them out for a hike. I think it would be really cool. I think it would. Having said that, big devil stairs. <laughs> big we we did little devils, baby. We did little devils. Look. We got you my- can't you can't rest easy 
knowing that we're not going to go hit. <laughs> You said I can rest easy. Like who can? <laughs> Come I, I, on, man. Hold on. I, nah, hey, nah, hey, nah. I pick and choose my battles. All right. <laughs> you can't. You can't rest easy knowing that you you did little devil stairs. Look, honestly, but you're not at some point going to conquer big devil stairs. Honestly, the only thing that I don't like about it is that it's all downhill, and then it makes you go back up it. I would much prefer it to be the other way around. Like I, like I have, like I gotta really look at this joint. Like, like this shit is. I mean, why? I mean, why? I have it. I have. I have it up. Listen, we got four stars. It, it is. It. Ha- <laughs> it is categorized as moderate. All right, that's with, what. With the, that's what. It's so, <laughs> so was. So was. Uh, Ravens Rock. Raven Rock. No, it's Raven, not. That's hard. Ravens no. Rock is categorized as hard. Yes. Seriously. Okay. I, yes. Yeah, okay. I can promise you. I can promise you that. I, oh, nah, you're right. That's moderate. You, you okay? Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nah, you right. Okay. That, that's say moderate. Yeah, nah, that's my bad. <laughs> that's my bad. Oh, damn. It, but look, I feel like you you would have been okay. <laughs> you, <laughs> I lied. I lied for a second. You would you would have been okay if we had done it the same way again. If we were no, I would have. I think it would have been better yeah. for me if we were able to just like stop and chill and take you're, you're, multiple breaks. And because prepar- preparation is a lot of things. Now you mentally prepared for this one. One, you mentally you prepared for something that wasn't even that. You prepared to do. To, you prepared to do more of what we did on the last hike you out on us with, uh-huh. which was haul assin up that motherfucking mountain. Right, just trekking. Right. Like a G.I. Joe. Yes. Up the mountain. Right. Yes. And so that's what you mentally prepare yourself for. So uh-huh. when you got in that mental space, you were able to do it with ease. Yeah. Because you prepared that way. Your inventory was prepared because I've been with people where we were about to hike. I don't know, eight to ten miles and they brought like a water bottle and some Skittles. And I'm like, listen, uh... I, I'm, yes, yes, yes. That nigga was wild. Mo and Mo. <laughs> Let's put him out there. Yeah, because they listen. Mo and Mo. They they came out there. Oh, no. I was talking about Carl. Oh, I think the first time he came yeah, out, he, he, came, came he out didn't have shit. That yeah, nigga didn't even have like a water bottle. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. What? Okay, you know what? Because this isn't the only topic that I have today uh-huh. in which... I get so wrapped up in the things that I know. And I want this to be a lesson for everybody because this scales through everything, period. And I love those types of things. Uh-huh. If you know something, you have to understand that everyone else doesn't know it. Uh-huh. It's so easy to just be wrapped up in your own slight expertise or just knowledge wherewithal in any sort of given aspect or field of life. And you just, for some reason, you just throw that blanket of knowledge because it's become so second nature to you, to everyone else in the world. And that's just not the case. So when I bring people out hiking and it's going to be, you know, five to 10 miles, whatever the ones we've, we've gone on 14 mile hikes. We were, we were bugging just using those hikes as like our first couple of hikes. Our first two hikes were well, no, they, no, not no, our first two. Oh, but that's the thing. Two. One, understand that they weren't my first hikes. Right, right. 
I had been on plenty of hikes in my life before this. And Duty had been on a couple of hikes. So that means that means that my first hike was 13 miles. And I 13.6 miles. Now that I'm now that I'm looking back on that, I'm just like, who the fuck did I think I I was? Who do I think I am? (laughs) Just attempting to go 13 miles on my first hike. You didn't just attempt though. You achieved. I did achieve. I did achieve. You achieved it. So, yeah. so that's a so that's a great question to yeah, ask. I was who did you think who did you think you were? You thought you were Keon Harris, and Keon Harris achieved that feat. You know what? I appreciate you rewarding that and saying it that way. Because because fuck those bad Keon fuck did the, that. Fuck those bad thoughts. I did. Keon do. did that. And you my did it. and my body was broken down by the end of the day, <laughs> but I did finish. I did finish, and that was my first time going to Great Falls too. So that was tight. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was my first uh, visit to Great Falls, and I've and I I've been there like four more times since then. Beautiful, beautiful, <laughs> yeah. beautiful place. Seeing waterfalls like that for your very first time. Yeah. Just seeing, just seeing the sheer power of yeah. nature. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like that for your first time. Like this is not man-made. No. This is just Earth. Yes. This is this is just what happens yeah. when Earth has time to work on itself. Uh-huh. Crazy. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, Big Devil Stairs, moderate, six point one mile out and back, located near Bentonville, Virginia, offers a chance to see wildlife and is rated as moderate. All right, we got sixteen hundred twenty-seven feet elevation gain. Mm. It's not, you know, what I mean, yeah, yeah you know, hey, <laughs> you've we've done worse. Now, there's this guy on here named Mark that has given an extremely extensive review <laughs> of this hike. Is it like, I feel like I saw this. There was one review on there that was like. He a, went off trail. A novel. Oh, really? I didn't read yeah, it. This, so. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a lot. I think this may have been this. When you find your way to lookout points, which are quite beautiful, unique among the Shenandoah hikes, you have two options. One would be to turn around and return the way you came from, or two would be to continue and descend down a very steep hillside, something like 1,500 in one mile or so, that is littered with leaves which cover the rocks underfoot. Uh, Let's see, you should use great caution going down. While there were no injuries in my group, there were a few slips due to the leaves. We don't really have to deal with leaves too much, not at this point, I don't Mm. believe, right? Not really. Yeah, uh, I mean it's yeah. I mean it seems it seems really it seems like a really really nice place. You yes. know, you there, there's no there's no worry about getting lost or heading in the wrong direction. You will have no choice but to follow the river upstream while the canyon walls are looming over you on each side. Mm-hmm. You will have to cross the stream several times and frequently climb up and over various sections. <laughs> Mm. That's all right. That ain't nothing we ain't done before. It is easy. The rocks can be wobbly and trees rotted. So carefully plan out where you will be stepping or grabbing to avoid a fall. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you take things slow, however, you should be fine. If you are not in great physical shape or (laughs) are not confident doing any climbing akin to old rag, then I advise against taking this route. All right, so 
we talked about we talked about old rag before. Our friend talked about it with us on our last on one of our last Instagram posts. Old rag is one that you we're gonna get to. That's also in Sperryville, Virginia. It's Isn't that, that like one, nine miles? It's like nine uh, miles. Yeah, that, that sounds that sounds that sounds about right. I can look that up right now. But I, what I can say is that there is big rock scramble, so that's a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Uh, again, the peak is amazing uh-huh. because there's it's so spread out. There's so many different places to go and take photos and check out everything. It's about twenty seven hundred feet elevation gain. Not nine point four miles. Again, listen. Like I but said, it's not. It's not all up though, right? I think I looked at it. It's, I don't believe it's like a bunch of up, it's not. up, up shit. I know there's it's like not. there's, there's a lot things, of ups and downs. There's certain crevices where you have to climb down into rocks and squeeze between stuff and crawl and climb up. It's just. It's really. It's truly full body interactive. I would. It hate, engages the entire body. I would hate to be the guy like hundred and fifty years from now. That's, that's doing this rock scramble, and then that one boulder just finally <laughs> gives way. <laughs> no! it, it, I'm saying, like, you think you like you on the trail, you got to climb into a crevice under a rock and shit, and 150 yeah. years from now, that boulder just gives way. I I told you, I told you, the, the the podcast would do numbers off of that. Like, if you just if you just you just got video of me kill. Get this on video for the podcast. Are you falling? Are you falling off of a cliff? <laughs> falling, falling the whole way. Tell my family I love them. <laughs> Go another brunch for me. Yo. <laughs> Continue to spread the good word about knowledge. <laughs> oh, this fall is so long. Yo. <laughs> this is gonna hurt so bad when I get oh to the my bottom. Gosh. Yeah. Anyway, oh no, but it, it'll, it'll no, it'll be a good time. None of that's <laughs> gonna happen. It's gonna be a good time. We're gonna do Big Devil Stairs next. I feel like we should definitely try to set a date. Try to get a decently warm day out there again. It was what 48, 49 degrees out. Man, nigga, was I was hot. But we were hot. That's the whole point. People always try to marginalize and i was in this boat of marginalizing their moves uh-huh. their let's get out and do something their plans their itinerary if it had anything to do with anything outside the walls of their house to spring and summertime we're trying to expand upon that and do a little something more it's winter time january we always know especially in this area dmv area february gives it up for us yeah. february you can usually count on to be blistering winds yeah just frigid, brisk, cold air outside. Man, I'm trying to I'm trying to do a hike on a mountain with some snow on it. Like get to the top. Right. Of the we snow saw and... some ice, but we didn't yeah, we see it ice. wasn't snow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was but also again, it was 50 degrees, so it probably just wasn't, you know. That's the thing. Like, and we talked about this, how like we were too, I mean, for a worse way of putting it, we were being some bitches because we were talking about the the weather yeah, and how we're gearing up for the weather, preparing for the weather. Cause that's another layer of preparation, mm-hmm. right? No pen intended is layers, I... putting clothes on and getting, whether it be shirts, we tucked in shirts. Yeah. We now we're pretty much wearing onesies in a way, you know, cause we got the <laughs> yeah. shirts tucked into the sweatpants. I had shorts on under those 
tie those up real tightly, throw a shirt on top of that hoodie, windbreaker, whatever. We got hats. We had ski masks, all sorts of stuff. I had a scarf. Completely unnecessary. Yep. Completely unnecessary, but it's better to have more. Yeah. Because you always got a little knapsack. You can throw some stuff in there, whatever, you know, and, and disrobe a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, for, and if anybody wants to go out on these with us, or just go out with your friends or whatever, it ain't nothing to get out there in 40 degree weather and up. It really isn't. Because, like, and, you moving around a lot is going to keep you right. warm. Yeah. You generate so much heat. And so I think you said you're not doing anything less than 40, correct? Less than 40 um, seems a little much. I don't, I don't know yet. <laughs> I, I, like I might be able to get it in just based on my experience yeah. with that last hike, knowing how yeah. hot I got with my uh, base layers on. I'm just like, yes. okay, if I got hot, it, it was like 45 degrees. If I go out there and it's like 35, then this shit should keep me warm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> yes. This should keep me yeah. warm. I so, think we have more than enough gear. Again, yeah. I, I have to get some walking sticks. Because after seeing you use them um, on that last hike, I just, I totally, I just have a new understanding for how that can help me. You know what I'm saying? Yes, for sure. So. Yeah. It's, it's, again, it seems like one of those things that's unnecessary because clearly you've done hikes without the trekking pole. So yeah. like, I can just walk this. It's fine. But then when you see me crossing streams and it's much easier because not only do I have the rocks in front of me where I can set my feet and plan where I'm going to walk, but I can also use the trekking poles to gain stability yeah. in all the water around me by just yeah. putting it in the stream and walking across. Keeps your back straight. Like we said, yeah. when you're going up, when you're going up these crazy steep hills and you usually have to contort your back and, you to know, just your arch balance. your whole body to keep, yeah, all, yeah. you know, when you're using all this thigh and glute work to push yourself up this mountain, you use your body gets in weird ways. So if you can keep your your back straight and you can breathe easier mm -hmm. throughout the hike, it's just it, it's everything. And again, the back and shoulder engagement because you have a point of contact with the earth. Now it's from up there. Yes, yeah, it's, it's definitely better. But like I said, we were talking about the fact that we just kind of know stuff. The more and more you get into it, sort of like you were fishing. There, I'm sure exactly. there's certain tips and tricks you would like to give people. So when it comes when it comes to hiking, definitely don't go out. With no water, please bring water. And honestly, you should you should hydrate the day before. Yeah, you should yeah. you should definitely be hydrating the day before. Bring water. Bring some Gatorade. Get some of them electrolytes in your system. Yeah. Bring food items. You should be having a knapsack that has all these things with you. Food items. Some fruit would be nice. Some sandwiches. So, you know, because you want you want some protein. So maybe you can also bring some trail mix. You can bring some ham sandwiches or wraps, whatever the case may be. You can bring Cliff Bars. Cliff Bars are really good. Uh, to continue to just fuel yourself. Slim Jimmies. Slim Jims are good. Beef jerky is another one people use. Yep. Uh, you need a little sugar rush. I wouldn't just bring a bunch of candy, but you can just have a little bit of candy, whatever, for sugar rush. That, that, that can't, a little bit. I'm not, don't go through a bag of gummy bears. Or just or uh, uh, you know, just a family pack of Skittles is not that deep. Yeah. Uh, what else? Trekking again. Trekking poles are nice. We already went over the clothes, clothes. You know the items, the layers to put on. A backpack to I carry just, all this shit. All ba clearly a backpack to carry all this stuff. I would also bring uh if you have room, which you should, a little first aid kit. Doesn't it? Don't help because you never know what little scrapes and scars you might be getting, especially if you are doing rock scrambles. 
Because you can definitely be getting some scrapes and scars on there. I think that guy that I talked about before, Mark or whatever, I think he definitely said that there's a chance you could get some scrapes and scars on this next one. So just make sure you bring some stuff. A little little stuff, band, you know, band-aids, neosporin, possibly an ice pack, whatever <laughs> it is maybe. That's nice to have. Bug spray if you're going out, you know, in springtime or whatever, and there are a lot of bugs out, bug spray. Yeah. What what else should people bring? Flashlight. Bring a flashlight just in case. We there was a point in time in which we got No, but we I mean we have it on our phones. So so right. So the point is but but I would bring (laughs) you see, bring bring a battery pack for your phone or just again a real flashlight and actually have a flashlight, like a real one that is generated with water from water in my, my backpack. Yeah. You just pour water in it and it'll generate light. Crazy. Yeah. You definitely, you definitely want one of those because we got lost at a point in time. Yeah, we did. And I didn't quite know. I didn't think we were about to be out there in pitch black. Right. But I knew there might be a point where the sun started going down. And if we spend too much time lost out here, it, the sun might go down. We might, just might need to see, you know, what's around us because there there are black bears. Again, black bears aren't necessarily out there to dismantle you, but <laughs> but you know, it's just best to know where they are and what's in what's going on around you. Yes. Period. Last thing yeah. you want to do is be in someone else's territory and be at a disadvantage <laughs> because well, what you, what you're doing around here. And, in the dark, boy. <laughs> right. Yo, because we, we definitely see some, uh, we saw some Confederate flags on the way up there. So, Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> very true. Right Again, and again, right, very close to where we parked the car. Yes. So you just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yes. just definitely good to just keep your head on a swivel. And honestly, I. With and, anything that's unknown <laughs> to you, period. I brought my, uh, my fillet knife that I use for fishing. With me. Oh, you was ready to cut a nigga. I was just in case. Just in <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Motherfucking black yeah. bear, a mountain lion, a cougar, anything. A racist anything. guy, anything. Ready. Ready. <laughs> anything. I had the knife Pre- on me. Preparedness. I was with the shits. Preparedness is next to godliness. Yes, yes, I it is. Made that, I just made that up. But it's true. Uh yeah. All right, man. All right, we we probably done enough. We probably done enough for the people. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have some footage of Big Devil Stairs. We're gonna have to figure out exactly when we want to do it, how we want to do it, who who we can get to come because it would be awesome if we could get a large group of people to do this along with us. That would be tight. That would be tight. That would would be that would be very cool. Um, all right, but let's let's get the let's get the fuck out of here. What what else we got? Um, I mean, we got we got the card and we got the uh. The YouTube review. Uh, all right, for sure. I mean, what, what would you would you uh, like me to get into? Would you like me to get into my shit? Um, first? yeah, let's get in get into your shit, and I think we could follow that up with <laughs> with the card because that one's a little more. I don't know. I feel like it's a little more. Uh, let's just. Do I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right, yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Matter. For whatever reason, for whatever reason it is you have in your head, I agree. And I I stand by it. The first thing was where's my where's my pad here? Because I would like to go over this in, in such a manner that shows respect. Mm-hmm. Because this is something that 
this is something that needs to be done for so many different so many different reasons. And there's just levels to this that we have. To, there's layers that we need to peel back. And I need people to understand why I decided to do this. So we're going to be speaking about a YouTuber, content creator, actor, voice actor, production savant, because this person's amazing, honestly, yeah. at what, what it is they do. And we've talked about them on the podcast before because they had a video out at the time, still do, about being comfortable on camera. If it's something that you're not necessarily you haven't been trained to do, just giving you tips and tricks from a real theatrical standpoint. Mm -hmm. And it, it gave you some it gave you a little juice, gave you a little fire. Yeah, and you were and you felt like it definitely to some degree aided in one of your first YouTube makings and probably yeah. from then on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so usually because I know this person, when this person talks, they're extremely articulate. They're very smart. They do a good job at what they do. So I advise people to follow this person, Tiffany Bird Harrison, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-B-Y-R-D Harrison, H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N. Tiffany Bird Harrison on Instagram and on YouTube. They do She does plenty of videos on all different types of stuff. Sometimes it's sort of like spiritual. It could just be about theatrics and YouTube making content creation, all sorts of stuff like that. And so I don't really have a problem with this person. I, again, I've known them for a very long time. Actually, I believe since like kindergarten, first grade, something like that. Yep. And she was out. She was out there and, hooping with niggas at Weems. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, back for in the sure. day, <laughs> we were in music class together. I, I, I have, for the most part, this person has great things to say, and it sort of makes me think about the card that we're going to address and answer later on because, on the face of it, I understand that this person is trying to help the world. Mm -hmm. This person is trying to shed light on on things spiritual and otherwise that she feels as though other people could derive plenty meaning from. Yeah. And, and on the face of it, that's awesome. What I also feel like is, especially for really smart, articulate people, that people have to be held accountable for the things that they're saying. And one reason I'm doing this is because this wasn't a private conversation between Tiffany and I. This was something that she decided to put out as content on Instagram, on YouTube. And once you do that, it is up for critique mm -hmm. for, from everyone. So this is just me critiquing some of the things that they said because she she denounced something that that I just feel like it, I've never heard anyone denounce it. And I thought that that was just an interesting thing, period. But also because clearly it, it goes against the grain of something that I hold near and dear to myself and something that I feel like does ultimately change the world in a positive way. And so, so, so we have to talk about this. So Tiffany Bird Harrison, to, from what I understand, because something could be outside of my understanding, but we're here to talk about it today, denounced meditation, denounced the practice of meditation. And because I wanted to be extremely respectful with this segment, I transcribed everything she said so I could read this because I don't want to misinterpret, I don't want to misrepresent any of her views or her words. So I have this word for word. So I'm going to go through this first and just read it. Then we're going to break this down. We're going to talk about it. All right. And I read. 
if you want to raise your vibration, meaning that you want to not live out of a lower vibrational plane, such as shame or guilt, or you want to attain a neutral position to the negative experiences or feelings in your life, the world tells you that you should just meditate. Become aware of your thoughts. Don't judge them or push them away, but merely let them pass through your mind freely. This way, you can manifest your own reality by attracting what you want. That sounds amazing. Like, who wouldn't want to just raise themselves up, feel happier and unaffected by the ills of life? Who wouldn't want to be off the hook for poor choices or even terrible thoughts? It sounds too good to be true. Because it is. <laughs> the issue with raising your vibration is that it assumes that you and I are capable of fixing ourselves. Out of brokenness. But it doesn't take a YouTube guru. Oh, wait, hold on a second. I'm sorry. You and I are capable of fixing ourselves. It wrongfully designates ourselves with godlike power and ability to rescue ourselves out of brokenness. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't take a YouTube guru to prove that rescuing ourselves is not an option. Look around. If we could raise our collective consciousness, we probably would have done it by now. We cannot be our own savior because we didn't create our humanity. And humanity is God's specialty. And he vibrates highest because he is. I am affirmations don't even get close to what God Jesus is in his power to raise us up with him. And yet that is his promise. When we encounter Jesus, our vibe is forever changed. We are not enlightened because of our power. We are rescued because of his. And I urge you, if you are searching for that higher vibe, you got to listen closely. Tiffany Bird Harrison. These are her words. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> I, I, I clearly I, I have issue with all of this. Mm -hmm. Pretty much the, the entire thing. Right. So what, what's wrong with this is I clearly, being one of the people that understand meditation, have practiced meditation for a long time, understand the ins and outs of it, that this person speaking on it doesn't understand the practice of meditation and what it's for. This person is extremely, like I said before, articulate and smart. And so the issue that I take with it is I feel like this is this is irresponsible because for something that is so so ubiquitous so widely spread throughout the world as something that has been scientifically proven at this point to do better for the mind mm -hmm. i i find it i find it extremely also disrespectful that she would say something so flippant about just all of the people throughout time that have practiced meditation and that, and that live by this and saying, 
it doesn't even work. Like whatever you all are talking, it doesn't even work. Yeah. I'm letting you know on my platform that this doesn't even work. Because you're you're speaking in such a negatory fashion about all the experiences and research of all these people. And I find that to be just. I mean, absolutely ridiculous that you feel as though you can speak on something this deep, this profound, this well known about and researched without any real understanding about it. Mm hmm. In this way, and then denounce it. It's not as if she said she. It's not for her. So, so the so the very first thing I should say about this is, I'm I thank her. I thank her for for bringing this to my attention because up until this point, because I know so much. This is the next thing I I wanted to talk about as far as me understanding so much about it mm. that I completely forgot that there. There could even be this other option mm-hmm. that there could be this option for, for this perspective, because for someone to think and I'm so glad that I was able to come on this platform and talk about it for someone of any denomination for of any religion to think that a mindfulness meditation practice takes away from your religion is asinine. I'm so sorry that that's even an option in people's minds that they would even think that that's the case. You can be a devout Christian, Buddhist, whatever it is you want to be, and you can meditate as well. Meditation does not take away from your spiritual or religious practices. Mm-hmm. This is something, this is a mindful practice. This is about the brain and the mind and the connection between the two. This isn't taking away from the power of God. That's, that's if, that is like saying, since God created you, you can't work out and get better physical fitness or you can't change your diet and, and, and change what's going on inside with your organs and the way that they work together based on a healthier, more balanced diet. Mm-hmm. You can't do that because you're not God. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make sense. Mindfulness meditation is a working out, is an exercising of the brain and the mental faculties in the same way that you have physical fitness. That isn't taken away because I didn't create the earth and I didn't create the cosmos. That's completely erroneous. So, So going back into some of the things that she said is it wrongfully designates ourselves with godlike power and ability to rescue ourselves out of brokenness. That that's just that's a non sequitur Mm -hmm. that's saying one thing after another. But just because you said them in sequence like that doesn't mean that the second thing has anything to do with the first thing. Mm -hmm. You could ask me, hey, are we going to podcast today? And I can say, well, you know, podcasting is going to be tough. I mean, to be honest with you, it's it's extremely sunny outside today, Keon. So (laughs) you just you just need to understand that. And so you're going to be you're going to be weirded out. You're going to be confused. Well, how did the how did the sun outside have anything to do with whether we're going to podcast it, even though he set the two things up that way? And it seems, though, in his mind that those two things correlate doesn't mean that they actually do. So she does a lot of that. She does a lot of just saying things. And because they're well, they're very well articulated. It seems as though there's something behind them, but there's nothing substantial behind these things. They are they are all just subjective they are all opinion based mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. There's nothing to ground these things in if you're not already on the, the fighting plane of if Jesus isn't doing it for me, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And and I, I just think that that's a terrible I, I think that that's a terrible way to go. And I think it's overall destructive. She uses a bunch of words that if someone wasn't necessarily very well versed in in meditation, they would take some of these words she's saying and then mix them in with and conflate them with all these other ideas that she's convoluting. And she would she would just they would take those ideas and assume that those must be in alignment with all these other things that she's talking about. Just because there are certain people that talk about manifesting manifesting things and, and getting away from the ills of life and becoming neutral to to all the things in life you know whether they be you know the ills and affectations that hit human beings on an everyday basis just because you have someone that talks about these things and then you have someone talk about mindfulness meditation doesn't mean that those two things are now to be put into one yeah I I could I could easily be someone that's into meditation and then tomorrow you hear about me going and having some heinous crime where I held up a, a grocery store with a bunch of guns and you're like, oh well that's where mindfulness meditation will get you. It's like, no, just because this person that you read or you heard have whatever she went and heard this from, this mumbo jumbo from, she heard this stuff and then she also heard them talk about meditation. So then she just threw that in that realm as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, well then this must be what mindfulness meditation is about. That's not true. You have to you have to be very you have to be keenly aware of the ideas that you're conflating because those two things do not they do not align. The world tells you should meditate, become aware of your thoughts. Don't judge them or push them away, merely let them pass through your mind. Who wouldn't want to raise themselves up, feel happier or unaffected by the wills of life? Who wants to be off the hook for poor choices? That's not what mindfulness meditation is about. It's about creating it's about creating a space in which you can calm the storm that is most people's minds. With trees and cows and houses and cars are flying left and right and they're just in the middle of this storm and they can't make out what's going on. What different thoughts are, how to harness the thought, think about certain things. Think about their emotions. In tandem with the things that bring up the emotions, Mm -hmm. that's that's what it's about, being able to really detect these things, see them for what they are, letting them pass. But then at the same time, it gives you it gives you that battery in your back. It gives you that that repertoire, that utility belt to be able to pull that out in any point in time and really dissect and deconstruct a thought or feeling Mm -hmm. and understand where it's coming from. If it serves you or not, mm-hmm. that's what my, that's what these meditations are about. It's a there are a slew of of scientific just empiricisms, research articles, papers, essays written on the emotional stability that it brings, the gray brain matter that sprouts in your mind, the the, the memory augmentation, all of these sorts of things. That, again, the being in the moment. switching your default brain network. It's just, it's just there. And then also to completely disregard all of these monks 
throughout all of time that have gone and transcended our wants of the world, wanting all these material items. Like they have transcended that reality. And so to just completely disregard and poo-poo all of these different lifestyles and ideologies, it's just like it was it was completely beyond me. But I had but I was so grateful that I saw that perspective because again, I didn't know that people thought that it was acting as some sort of substitution for religious for any religious claim because mm-hmm. it's not. You can do both if you would like to. It has nothing to do with yeah. that. This is completely yeah. So so I so I, I really definitely had to bring that on there because I don't know if anyone's listening to this. And when we brought up meditation or going through meditation practices, they're at a loss because they feel like they can't do it because they're betraying the religious group that they're a part of. Or they feel like. Well, yeah, mostly that or they're just on they're just on the list. They're they're on the line. They're teetering that extremely thin tightrope and they, they just they're unsure. They don't know if it's for them or not. But I definitely don't want people to listen to that particular video of hers and think that that what she said was substantial because there were one too many people that were saying, yes, I'm so glad I needed this. And I'm so glad you're, like, you're, you're spreading the word and getting people away from that. And it's like, that's that, that, that's disruptive. It's destructive. It's wrong. It's, it it just needs to be it just needs to be corrected and i'm not trying to take anyone away from her platform i just needed to address that and i think that that would be a really cool conversation to have because i don't exactly know i've thought about it ever since i watched the video how am i wrong how is earl wrong in this i can't find it mm-hmm. i can't find it so if somebody can again hit us up at the alw pod dm on instagram like let text me, call me, f- figure it out. Let me know because I I don't understand where the collision <clears throat> is taking place here because I don't think that that's necessary. I definitely think that the two can coexist. Um, I feel like when you are when you feel like that you are kind of down or you feel like you're broken or you feel like you're just generally in a bad space, there are ways around that. There are ways to get better. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's yes. whether whether you're meditating and you're in your own mind and you are allowing those mm-hmm. uh, thoughts to pass through and you're allowing yourself to realize that th- these things have happened and these things are okay and these things aren't insurmountable, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, I think that you could also talk with someone else, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, and it doesn't have to be you know your your local pastor. It could you know yes. it could be anybody. It could be anyone that you're comfortable with. It could be someone that you're paying to talk to you and help you figure it out, figure out uh, the ways that you're feeling right now. Um, And so, you know, like I said, those two things can coexist. You don't have to feel like you have to sit around and wait for, you know, whatever deity it is that you worship to just fix your problems. There are ways that you can you can you can rise up and allow yourself to 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 mentally take over and be like, okay, this, these are the things I need to do with myself to get myself out of this hole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not only that, but even if you are following one of these, you know, conventional religions, it's, I believe that you were given the free will by this God that she speaks of. You were given the free will to walk this earth and make your own decisions. And that's for Now, 
Now, that may in some way collide with some scientists and, you know, determinism, which I've talked about on this podcast before. But aside from that, if you believe that, then you can make decisions that can hinder or help your quality of life in any given moment in time. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not I'm not taking that that power away from just the hu- the human being and what it is we're capable of doing. I think I, I just think it's it's more of a disservice than anything. So I, I just I had to come on here and talk about it because I'm certain that out of everyone that listens to this podcast, not everyone was just completely on the meditation bandwagon when mm-hmm. I first spoke about it and have been ever since. I'm certain there have been people that kind of struggle with the idea of it or just the the practice of it in itself. But yeah, it's, well, it's, I don't, it's definitely I don't, not. But. No, I was going to say, I don't think meditation is necessarily something that you're just going to get the very first time you try to do it anyways. Absolutely not. So. No, just like everyone else. Some people just have a natural aptitude for it. And yeah. it just it just comes easier to certain yeah. people than it does others. But what I can tell you is the practice of meditation does not denounce or disregard or nullify any other religious or any other, just any religious practices. Right. And and, and nor is it a way to numb yourself from the ills or the, the sublime in life. Mm-hmm. It, it It is not that at all. It is not to get yourself off the hook by thinking that everything just is what it is and it doesn't matter. That is more of like a, a nihilism, mm-hmm. if, if anything, you know, yeah, you know that, what um, I just I did. I, I didn't like that take. I you know what? On, yeah. You know what this kind of reminds me of? It, it reminds me of exactly what's kind of going on in the world today. Um, you have, you know, a bunch of like people that support Trump. And they've got these ideas in their mind solely based off this man saying that the entire election process was fraudulent. So that's what they believe. That's their idea in their mind. And then you have all these people that don't support Trump that are just like kind of like you in this very moment. Like, I mean, where's the evidence? Where did you hear this? Like, how do you Mm -hmm. how do you know these things? You know, how did you come? Like, how can you just dismiss every part of democracy that, you know, has just every piece of democracy that has come and happened up until this very moment and just like, and just say, nah, fuck that. Yeah. Like y'all didn't do it right. You know what I'm saying? Like, where's the, right. like, where is the evidence? How do you know this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I mean that that's, I mean, I talked about it on the last one is I understand that what they did was, was highly catastrophic. <laughs> Like in a lot of in a lot of ways, because it sits because this type of thing sits in people's minds differently. Mm-hmm. So it, it causes that ripple effect. It, it causes much more damage than what we just saw happen physically, tangibly at the Capitol itself. Right. It's it's much, it, you know, it, it destroys much more than that. But. Just how people ought to. Find some sort of understanding in what I brought up the last time of let's not act as though this is the first diabolical instance that has happened in humanity based on insufficient evidence on someone or some person's belief. Yeah. Like that's just sort of how we rock. We make a lot of bad decisions based on a belief in something with insufficient evidence. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it was. It, it wasn't, again, me agreeing with, with their methods or whatever it is they were doing. It was just like, I, I get it, though. Yeah. They believe they believe in something. 
Yeah. They believe in something and they're willing to go the distance for it. Like we have seen human beings do time and time again through history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so that was that was pretty much that. But that's all I got to say. Again, you know, love the woman. Great person. If you'd like to follow her again, Tiffany Bird Harrison on Instagram, as well as YouTube, I believe. Yeah. Does great. Does great videos. Just we just have to. Again, a part of love is holding each other accountable for the things that we're saying. And this actually sort of coincides with, I believe it was the last one, when we were talking about the the difference that we're making in the world. Mm -hmm. And you were trying to decipher between the big differences that you're making and the smaller differences. But how it's it's muddied, it's muddied waters and it's hard to be able to tell what you're doing that has a bigger effect later on down the line or somewhere else. Like it's. You don't we don't know because we're extremely limited human beings with our limited senses. Yeah. We could never truly understand the extent of, you know, the ramifications and consequences of our actions. We can never truly understand the the totality, the gravitas of it. But in that case, I say treat treat what you're doing as though it's going to have a bigger impact. It's just better to be safe that way. So when you have a platform and you're trying to garnish more and more followers so that you can spread what you think is the good word to people, I think you have to be extremely, extremely diligent with that, with that sort of work. You have to really be thinking about the things that you're saying, how you're saying them. I think it I think it matters. I think that one of the reasons I talk so thoroughly about a lot of things that I talk about is because I hold everything that is happening as as miraculous, everything is just beautiful and wondrous. Which, like, we're just a bunch. Just imagine, bro. We're just a bunch of fucking living beings, just <laughs> coast, just coasting around this big ass ball in infinite space and time, mm-hmm. being warmed up by this other large lighting ball, this fireball in the sky, keeping us all warm and. We eat food and we go to these little itty bitty dumbass jobs and have these little we, we talk to each other and we communicate with all these different little languages and sounds and vibrations. And we do little things like dance and make art. And we just it's it's a, it's a wild world that we're fucking living in. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just a wild world that we're living in. The fact that it, this is just happening every day and we're we're here with the senses to be able to observe and talk about it and think about it. Mm-hmm. These things matter. On a human level, they they matter. Yeah. And so when it's time to speak about these things and you're trying to talk about it on your platform, again, where you're trying to garnish more and more people to come listen to, you have to take that seriously. You have to talk. You have to take talking about things, especially things of importance, seriously. Yeah. So. So that's yeah, that's that's what I got. That's what I got. That's what I got. Yeah. Like, no, you, I mean, you, I think you, you just. Yeah. I think you make a lot of great points and I agree with you. I do think that both, both, uh, you know, mindfulness and religion can definitely live in the same space. Um, and easily. Like, yeah. It, easily. Yeah. Easily. There's like, it's, that's such a narrow scope for you to think that that can't be the case. Mm-hmm. Like why in the world can I not believe in this thing? Pray to this God, read this book, go to this building with these people. However you decide to practice that religion. And at the same time, sit in my house and, and just be by myself in solitude and just listen, mm-hmm. listen and perceive whatever is arising in consciousness, looking, just just observing the thoughts as they go, as they float past mm-hmm. and bringing yourself back to your breath every time. 
in, in again in creating that that relationship with yourself with the inner because like I spoke about before if you it, it's a wild experience to me to only have the because I I don't have it and probably haven't in so long just to have the external as your experience on this world you're living a completely shut off life. There's so much that's going on inside your being, physically, emotionally, mentally, however you want to look at it. There's just, there's this a completely different side of everything that's going on. And so for you to only be experiencing what the external physical world has to give you, it's just, it's, it's, it's sad, but also to denounce it and tell other people that it doesn't work she said if we would if we could raise our collective consciousness like look around we would have done it by now mm-hmm. i don't see that's the sort of speak that i don't like you say things and you say it with such bravado you say it with such confidence that a lot of people if they're not used to really thinking on their own you said it so confidently that they're going to believe you mm-hmm. because you're well spoken you said it in a, in a nice way where you hit the nail and said, look, if we could raise our collective consciousness, we would have done it by now. Says who? What are you, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Says you can say that about anything that takes place. You, you could have you said 10 years ago or 15 years ago, oh, you know, if we wanted, you know, if, if, there, were, if there was to be a social media site where everybody could just get all the information and talk to each other at a moment's notice, just like that. And, and the president of the United States uses it and it's used for just all these different types of things or iPhones. Oh, we would have, we would have been had an iPhone by now. We would have been had the type of technology that would have done this. Oh, if we would, I mean, like you can always say that in any step, but human beings are continuously striving to do more Mm -hmm. and get better. And discover the next the next thing, so and uh, expand upon the way that we look at things. Period. Mm-hmm. So for you to just say we would have done this by now if it was achievable, that it, it's another one of those things that just doesn't make sense. But you say it with such confidence that again, if people aren't used to thinking, they will ju- they'll just take that as gold and run yeah, with it. Absolutely. And and so I yeah I just saw too much about it that I, I didn't really like. But we can get off of this. Right. We, we can we can we can be done because I feel like I've done enough and people understand what it is I'm talking about. Much love, Tiffany Bird Harrison. We love you. <laughs> what All else right. you got, buddy? Um, no, I thought I was I was ready to go to the card because I got that ready. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Our meaningful card of the week. I pulled it last time. I read it out to the people. Maybe you all have done some thinking yourselves. I know Keon and I have. What have you witnessed that has strengthened your faith in humanity? Kick us off, Keon. You, t- um, you tell us first. Before, actually, I'm so sorry. Before I'm sorry, I, I cut you off. But before I say this, let me say that I asked someone else. Fuck it. It was my little sister. I asked my little sister this question. She was like, Earl, I don't even know why you asked me that question. You know it's nothing. <laughs> like, and so for me, if you are living the type of life, because I'm certain there are plenty of people that listen to me ask that question and they're just like, nigga, have you been living on the same planet I have? <laughs> like there's nothing. <laughs> your your scope is too small. You're you're focusing on too many of the negatives. Your feed 
is focused on too many of the negatives. You know, you can control your feed. We've talked about this before. If you use social media, use your little news app that comes with all the Apple phones or whatever it might come with Android. I don't know. I haven't had one in a while. But if it does, you can control that feed. You can choose to click on certain things and not click on certain things. You can choose to look up certain things. Just try to find some things that are good going on in the world because they're they're out there and they're yeah. happening. And you, you can, can you either can choose also, to be a part them. of it or not. And you can create them. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So yeah, that's what I had to hear. But yeah, hearing that answer was just wild to me. Nothing or everything sucks. Everyone sucks. No one's doing anything to help the world. Like... If that was the case, this what we would just be blown up by now. Like the whole world was like someone has to be trying to sustain happiness and joy and camaraderie amongst people. Like or else if it was only villains out in the world, this wouldn't be the case anymore. Mm-hmm. There was only people out looking to destroy the earth, we wouldn't be here right now. So that's so that's that. Um please Keon, take us away. That might be some Generation Z shit. I don't know, but um. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, possibly. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Um. So, America is seen as as this this superpower. You know what I'm saying? This we are yeah. the the we are what considered the elitist when it comes to countries to live in. Um. However, we rank 27th in healthcare. And when I say that, I say it to really hone in on the fact that healthcare is not cheap here. Um, mm-hmm. And everyone that li- lives here is not rich. You know, you, you call you call the ambulance and to take you take you to the hospital. They're going to charge you, you know, five, you know, like five hundred dollars for that. Um, well, hold on a second. Is this is this documented? Do we know? No, I've never am- been in an ambulance. Now it could it could vary from state to state, but right, ambulance sure. rides do cost a couple hundred dollars. They're not free. Wow. Yeah, Damn. they're they're not free. Um, is that that Whoa. bill is going to show up at your door? Just um, just to just to stabilize you and get you there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then you know you have you have all these all these diseases and all these things going on in the world. And, and, you know, you, you spend all your time trying to, trying to take yourself out of a negative mental state because you're really sick. You know what I'm saying? And that's really what you're focusing on. And then when, when it finally gets to a point where you're starting to feel good, you get this bill for a hundred thousand dollars because you were, because you had cancer. You know what I'm saying? A hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean this shit is this shit is not. It's and, and God yeah. forbid you don't have any health insurance. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, yeah. Um, so I wanted to talk about um a doctor. His name is Doctor Omar Atik. Um, sorry if I said okay. that wrong. Mm-hmm. Hold on, real quick. Omar Atik. Omar Atik. Yes. How is it spelled? A O M A R O M A R A A T I Q. Okay, a teak. That sounds like it's right. Yeah, it, it it should be about right. Um, yeah. So I'm just gonna read a little article about it. A kind-hearted doctor from Arkansas. That's funny as hell because I just Arkansas just I be forgetting that's a state. 
You um, forget. <laughs> a kind-hearted doctor from Arkansas has wrote off $650,000 worth of debt from his cancer patients' bills after he realized they could not afford to pay in the middle of a pandemic. Dr. Omar Atik founded the Arkansas Cancer Clinic in Pine Bluff, which is in Jefferson County, operating for almost 30 years before being forced to close last March due to staff shortages. The oncologist initially tried to collect the outstanding payments before realizing that many couldn't pay and ultimately decided to stop reaching out. Um, instead, he worked with the billing company he was using to cancel the debts and ensure that none of his former patients faced any negative financial repercussions. Because, I mean, who wants to face that after you just beat cancer? You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, 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 for sure. According to ABC News, around 200 of them received a greeting card in the week before Christmas informing them of the news. In an image, one of the cards posted on Twitter, um, said, it said, I hope this note finds you well. The Arkansas Cancer Clinic was proud to serve you as a patient. Although various health insurances pay most of the bills for the majority of the patients, even the deductibles and co-pays can be burdensome. Unfortunately, that is the way our health care system currently works. Um, Arkansas Cancer Clinic is closing its practice after over 29 years of dedicated service to the community. The clinic has decided to forego all balances owed to the clinic by its patients. Happy fucking holidays. Damn. The, the, fucking, the fucking wasn't in there, but I added that in. Y yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he, told Good Morning he, he told Good Morning America, I just hope that it gave them a little sigh of relief. It made it easier for them so that they could face other challenges that they may be facing in their lives, because we all are right now, right? Exactly. Um, Dr. Atik added he had moral qualms about private medicine. Uh, since I started practicing, I've always been rather uncomfortable with sick patients not only having to worry about their own health and, and quality of life and their longevity and their families and their jobs, but also money. So when I saw that, um, it, it definitely, when you act, no, when you asked me that question last week on the pod, that's yeah. the first thing I told, I thought of. And I told you that because I had recently yes. heard about the story. Cause I mean, health insurance in America is a bitch. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, nah, yeah, it's not, sure. it's it, not tight. And especially when you got all these other, um, superpowers out here that have free health insurance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and honestly, it's just great to know that there are conscious, people out there like that because mm -hmm. this dude's out here making his money you don't have to do any of this he don't he doesn't have to talk to anybody about anything he doesn't have to have any moral qualms yeah. about anything he can just get make his money treat these people be on his way and let the system deal with the clients the way that the system's going to deal with them yep. he doesn't have to do anything yep. so that's that's really awesome to me yep. but also that the system the system held up with him yeah yeah you know, that they decided they were going to back this guy. Yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's very, that's very, very cool. So see, it, uh, that's, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say that, that uh, helps to renew my, you know, my, my belief in uh, humanity here. And, and people. And people. Yes. Yes. And people and, and their intentions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times, especially when it comes to, you know, I mean, what's funny is, because being a doctor or, or a lawyer, you would think that you're, so, you're supposed to be, 
You're supposed to be helping. Like that is what you're there for. And honestly, on a ground level, that's what businesses are supposed to be. Businesses are supposed to be ways of getting services and products to people. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what the structure is at the base of it. But it can be corrupt through time. Mm-hmm. It can, it, you know, that the idea can be corrupt. And so, so these people is why you have, you know, like weird, shady lawyers. And then some people would say, you know, yeah, doctors, they, they do their job, but they're not necessarily, they're not having these moral qualms. They're getting that bag. They're helping people and they're being on the way with it, but they're not taking the extra step. They're not going the extra mile to make sure that again, that all these people have nothing to pay for. Right. Afterward. Like that's huge. Right. That's that. That I can't even imagine that sort of weight being lifted off right. your shoulders. Like you, you, you cured me. You helped me get through whatever what it, it was I was going through, mm-hmm. and you cleared the debt. I, I can just relax and just focus on whatever it else it is that this, focus on feeling better. Whatever mm-hmm. else is 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 kicking my ass. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, that's 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 <laughs> that's something that's crazy, and that's something that. I've sort of had in my mind ever since that last time I was sick mm-hmm. was that's the only thing I could think about when I was sick mm-hmm. was not feeling sick anymore. Mm-hmm. I will do whatever it is I have to do to not be sick anymore. I can't mm-hmm. focus on anything else. All these other things that I would have tried to do, going to the gym, working on the podcast, reading a book, working on Spanish, going to see this person. that I can't do any of the, I can't I even think about those things. Right. Like I said, I stopped talking to people for like a week or however long. I couldn't focus on any of those other things because my, my entire mind was just consumed with I please let me get out of this. I just didn't want to feel better. Right. So that that's that's an amazing thing. And and for him to do it on such a large scale like that is awesome. Mm-hmm. And that also strengthens my faith in humanity. What I had to say was in tandem with your story of the mole people, mm-hmm. though they're coined in Las Vegas, right? Yes. Living in the, living underneath the streets in the sewer system with all this glitz and glamour on top of them. It, I mean, homelessness is something, you know, again, we've all sort of had our touch and go with it. We've all had some sort of experience with it, one shape, way or form or another. And... Clearly, we used to go out and you know, I used to go out and, you know, feed them. And so homelessness is something that's very interesting because we sort of tried to take it apart the other day. All the different reasons that people become homeless. Mm-hmm. Again, all these people were, were children at a point in time. Somebody was taking care of them for the most part. And then something happened and they ended up in this position. So what was it? Mm-hmm. There's mental illness that clearly, you know, has a large stake in this. Yeah. And in our ways with dealing with people that have mental illnesses, there's just financial ruin that happens for various reasons. Again, if we're talking about Las Vegas, there's clearly a huge way in which that, you know, aids to it. Yeah. But I was I've been thinking about how like how do people fix homelessness? It's just been something I've thought about. How How is it that even something that that you fix? And I read an article about a nonprofit organization that has addressed this in a big way for for some years now. And I guess the model that's been set in place is, well, 
We need to manage homelessness, mm-hmm. not solve it. No one's really looked at l- looked at homelessness as something that could truly just be solved. Mm-hmm. Like we can we can try to manage it. Let's push these people over here. We can try to come up with some decent, affordable housing over here. It's going to take some, but as far like we just going to have to manage it. People going to be out here regardless. Mm-hmm. Community solutions. Where's where's my pad at? Community Solutions is a nonprofit organization that's that's doing that's doing work. They're doing numbers. So you can go to community.solutions. Okay, here we go. They have an initiative called Built for Zero mm-hmm. that they have implemented. Over just the last five years, I believe. So we have 14 communities have ended veteran or chronic homelessness. And so veteran, clearly, you know, veterans from the war come back. It's just a travesty that they went out, fought, did all this stuff, and they just got nowhere to be. Mm-hmm. In chronic homelessness, so I believe that this is this is defined as people being homeless for at least one year at a time or several times within three years. Mm-hmm. That is chronic homelessness. So 14 communities have ended that. 128,274 individuals housed by built for zero communities since 2015. It's a lot of people. Yeah. They that they really help. It is. Um 83 communities are participating in built for zero. 46 communities have achieved measurable reduction. So I mean they have they have some of the places. They have core partners such as Home Depot, Kaiser Permanente, which we've all heard of, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. But these people have found out a way to create a hub, a command center, if you will, for key communities and and agencies that are working towards deadening homelessness. So you have people really out there hitting the streets, getting the names and ages, dates of birth of people that are homeless, having a database with their information and finding out different ways of going and getting them in in affordable housing Mm -hmm. and then taking them through the steps of keeping them out of houses, which would be, you know, finding jobs, you know, job opportunities and getting them certain classes that help them learn how to do these types of things. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is, this is wild. If there are, there are places in California, New Jersey, Arizona, I think there's mad places where in communities where they've really like gotten rid of this chronic homelessness. Mm-hmm. And I was reading this article and my fucking mind was blown because I know that no one's really ever thought about eradic like finding ways of truly eradicating this sort of thing throughout the US. And I thought that that was really, really cool, especially since we are just talking about so many people for so many different reasons. Spending their time in sewers, trying to just find a way, you know, to battle the elements and stuff like that. So I thought that that was I think that that's a really cool thing is, again, Community Solutions is the is the nonprofit organization. The initiative that they've built is built for zero. Mm -hmm. Super, super awesome. I think that's awesome. (laughs) Um, Homeless people people always have like just a place in my heart. so uh, I think that's I think that's definitely awesome that people are, you know, really just coming together to help these people out, um, especially the veterans, you know, because I, I man, I get, yeah. I get I get tired of hearing all this, you know, America, America, you know, <laughs> veterans, this veterans, that. And it's just like you see so many of them that need help that aren't getting it. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, like, all the time. Like, all America, the time driving America, down the road. America puts, like, veterans on a pedestal. Like, I feel like they look at veterans as, like, these godly figures that can't be touched or can't possibly, you know, have issues. Oh, like, once they, like once they come back, there's no yeah, way they need yeah. help. Like, they're, like, they're set for life. They're yeah, good to go. Like, like oh, these are just certain things that you hear. Veteran. He's, you know, he's, oh, he's yeah. just the greatest. He's the veteran, like. But you don't know what be going on a lot inside of. But this, but not only that, but you just kind of hear that they are to be taken care of. Yeah, but are they really? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's you all know? these this this false information. It's yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty bad. But I thought that that was. I thought that that was really cool. You can donate if you would like to. You can become a part of it. You know, because again, it is about the communities coming together. And this mm-hmm. was something. This this falls directly aligned with when I was talking about how certain people think that voting is the minimum. Voting is the the actual civic duty, civil duty that people ought to be taking part in. And that's not to say that it's not something that people should take part in, mm-hmm. but it's about the coming together of communities and finding a way to do it. Because you can't just put someone in office and hope and just click your heels three times and cross your fingers that they're going to do what it is that needs to be done to fix everything. Mm-hmm. Sort of with the whole religion thing. You, know, you just can't always be looking at any one person or any one entity to be taking care of everything for you. You need to come together with the with the willpower that you have and the resources that you have and try to figure out a way to do it amongst each other. And so that's a way of doing it. And so I mm-hmm. thought that that was really fucking awesome. And I have chosen our next card. What you got? So we so we can think about this. Other people can think about this. Think about just eat what it means to you first, because clearly you have to do that before you can just start listing people off. If there are even people to lift off, list off. Who are your heroes? Mm. Who are your heroes? Okay. That's that's a, that's a, that's a deep one. <laughs> Again, for me, I like you already. You just have to immediately think about what that word even means to you. Right, right, right. Like right. what? Like what is a hero to you? What are they supposed to be doing? Yeah, yeah. What sort of leeway do you give a hero? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What gives someone hero like qualities? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All all sorts of stuff like that. But we'll we'll one. definitely. It is a good one. Yeah, we'll definitely have to get into that. Do you have anything else for the people, young sir? Oh, uh, what? Any last words? Yeah, sure. Give him, give him, give him some last words. Let's do it. Uh, I think today, I just want to say, um, you know, I hope everybody is 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 just generally taking care of themselves, um, in whatever way they they deem to be the best way to do it. Whether it's you know following your religion or whether it's just getting it, you know, just getting into your own mind and doing something uh, with yourself, bettering yourself from within. Um, I just hope that everyone is just is trying their best to do that um, as we continue through these trying times, just trying to be the best you that you can be. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. What I'm going to do, sir. Is I'm going to I'm going to end out because, you know, clearly I was just. I was so enamored with this topic and it was it was, it was very impassioned. I had to I had to talk about it. I'm going to end this on a meditation. <laughs> all right. Since <laughs> no shade. Since no shade at all. Uh, I, I, I would like to end this on a meditation. Just a quick one. Just going to do a quick three-minute meditation. Nothing too crazy. 
But I, I think that with everything that we spoke about today, I, I, I owe it. I owe it to the people. I owe it to the people. Alrighty, here we go. Alrighty. So if you can, I advise everybody to be able to close your eyes, come to your breath, focus on how the breath fills up your chest, fills up your diaphragm, breathe out easily, listen to whatever it is that arises in consciousness. Again, if you ever feel as though I'm speaking too much, understand that this is just one more thing that you can latch on to, one more thing that you can take note of during your meditation, one more thing you can focus on. <laughs> all right i like that all right yeah that was that was that, yeah, that was good that was good and then and then on that note yeah uh to, actually to i'm gonna end on mine i'm gonna end on this note do it if you want to see the footage from our little devil stairs uh hike make sure by the time you see this it will be available on the young pacific youtube channel and it'll also be available on the any last words pod youtube channel all right. Yes, sir. A, we had a good time. Video isn't that long. It's only like 10 minutes. I definitely think you guys should watch it, especially if you're one of the people that wants to come on a hike with us, whether you said it or not, because I know some of y'all want to go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Meet us out there. 
Big Devil Stairs next time. You know what it is. Peace.